back atches with another exciting, thrilling, adventurous episode of Americana, the American Way. Um, I'm trying to buy a Got a breakdown. Some of us have already covered some of Politico got a hold of a sacred, secret, inside Trump internal poll, a post-election breakdown. Um, After every election, just about anyways, any candidate that's worth anything, uh, or at least those of us that take it serious as I do, Kind of do this post-election breakdown, uh, look at where they got votes, where they uh, didn't get a lot of votes, how they uh, fared in various areas uh, of their district. Um, And it's always interesting. So this Politico article, Politico said they got this from Uh, One of their inside sources, and they don't even know if Trump has seen it yet. I don't know if I trust Politico, but this is what they had to say. So the the headline is Trump pollsters campaign autopsy paints damning pictures of defeat. Um, The big thing that hurt him, according to this, alleged post-mortem of the election was voter perception that he was not honest or trustworthy. Uh, (laughs) Well, for four years, the media told you that, uh, even though he's about the first president I know that did the majority of things he said he would do. He's the only president I've ever known 
that had a committee that pursued peace uh, versus war. But in the end, people, a couple million people anyways, uh, watched these news networks like PMS, NBC, CNN, The Today Show, um, you name it. Even some folks on Fox, and I'm not saying good, bad, or otherwise about Fox News. I'm not a fan. I haven't been for several years. But the proof is in the pudding. If for four years there's nothing but negativity about a guy, obviously the American people are going to have a negative perception of him. You never heard the stories in the media of, you know, the opportunity zones that led to higher employment in minority, lower income communities. You don't hear other than from Trump himself how he gave more money to historically black colleges and universities. So obviously you're going to. All you're going to hear from the media, all we heard was, well, Trump lied about this. One of the things they were good at calling him a liar on was he would give percentages. Unemployment in the African-American community is cigar light. I'm just making these statistics up, by the way. He would say, you know, unemployment in the, the African-American community is 5.3%. And it would come on CNN, the Communist News Network, right? Or the Clinton News Network. Trump lied about the unemployment rate in the black community. He said it was 5.3%. It's really 5.4%. He lied about a fraction of a percent to make himself look better. Shamey, shame, shame on you. Those are the, the lies and the mistrust the media drove against Donald Trump. Also, it says he was crushed by disapproval of his handling of the coronavirus pandemic. That's weird, because when he was having daily press briefings about the pandemic, and they were being played on all the major news networks in full, his approval rating went up into the, I think, high 50s. But it kept going up. And then CNN and other news networks said, well, he's lying in these press briefings. He's saying ridiculous things like drink Lysol and inject yourself with bleach. No, he didn't say that. He said we, we have good chemicals for scrubbing the outside of the body and surfaces. Maybe we can find something that can scrub the inside. 
And the media took that and ran with it and put words in his mouth. So, show nit Sherlock. No shit Sherlock here. Let me speak English instead of pig Latin. No kidding. People are going to have a bad perception. You know, they had the running death counter on CNN of how many people caught corona. Now we're finding out the CDC, or is it the World Health, it might be the World Health Organization, the WHO, the WHO, they want to change and they want doctors to go back and retroactively look at how they were counting whether someone had COVID or not. Huh, you said? Cheers what happened. When peeps were diagnosed with the swab up the snout, some of them had like double-digit COVID virus cells, particles, on their swabs. 10, 12. That was counted as a COVID case. That's why you hear these wild stories of some people died, sadly, terribly. Some people felt like they would rather be dead. And others didn't feel anything at all. Because the ones that didn't feel anything at all barely had any COVID in their system. But they were counted in the millions of coronavirus cases that shut down our economy and about killed our economy. Uh, the report supposedly was done by Trump pollster Tony Fabrizio. F-A-B-R-I-Z-I-O. Findings are supposedly based on 10 states that Trump won in 2016. Five of those states he then lost in 2020 and five of those states he won. The states were Arizona, lost in 2020. He won all of these in 2016, but lost Arizona 2020. Georgia, lost in 2020. Michigan, lost in 2020. Wisconsin, lost in 2020. Pennsylvania, lost in 2020. Florida, won in 2020. Iowa, won in 2020. North Carolina, won in 2020. Ohio, one in 2020, and Texas one in 2020. In those states, especially the ones that he lost, demographically, he went up in votes in all categories, except for votes from white people, which is odd because he's supposed to be a white supremacist. But his biggest loss was among white men. But he's a racist white supremacist. But nonetheless, that's what this analysis was supposedly based on those 10 states. Like I said, his greatest erosion in voters was with was with white men. 
Uh, he lost ground in almost every age group it, sa it supposedly says. Again, I'm saying it supposedly because... Tobacco on my tongue. Um, Politico says this hasn't been released yet. That they got it. It was leaked. They didn't say leaked, but it was leaked to Politico by one of their sacred inside sources. I gotta start speaking English instead of trying to be cute. Uh, although I am cute. Anyways. Uh, he lost ground with almost every age group, it says. And he lost suburbanites by double, well, double-digit erosion, it says. So he maybe didn't completely lose the suburbs, but uh, some of his, the typical GOP base is suburbanites. That's eroding uh, across the board for Republicans. Um, just It just simply is. Um, our base is now kind of more the rural uh, working class vote, the uh, oddly enough unions, um, which I always thought unions should re support Republicans. Uh, but he gained ground with like every uh, race, ethnicity, nationality, whatever you want to call them. So, but his biggest loss and what cost him the election was he lost ground in the suburbs and with white men. Which is strange for a white supremacist to go backwards in the white male vote, but I guess there aren't as many white supremacists out there as uh, Democrats are telling us there are. Another odd headline I saw, which hearkened hearkened me back to my high school government classes and civics classes, whatever you call them now. Uh, had to text my mom goodnight. Mr. Gilger used to always say the, the downfall of every empire is a weak leader. And that, that flashed in my mind as I saw this headline. Uh, Russian attack jet dangerously buzzes U.S. Navy destroyer. And under that, I, I wrote a note, sign of a weak leader. Um, we all know the Middle East, uh, Syria, Iraq, Afghanistan were dumpster fires uh, under the Obama-Biden admin administration the first go-round because they were perceived as weak. Um, they say Obama's weakness was always foreign policy. Now, he did kill Osama bin Laden. Well, he didn't. The Navy SEALs did. But they captured, killed Osama. Um, so... Other than that, though, he, there were no great overseas um, victories by the Obama-Biden administration. And I don't think we'll see any this go-around. Uh, Trump is the 
only president I have ever, ever in my many years of nerdery, political and news nerdery, known that has gone out and actively sought for peace. Already, Biden is pumping up numbers of troops in uh, Syria, Afghanistan, and Iraq. Iraq, for sure. Uh, and I think Afghanistan, too. And I don't know about Syria. I thought Syria was on that list. But anyways, there, not long after his inauguration, there was a car bomb go off uh, near a security a military area in Baghdad. And who did it, who done it, who knows? Could have been an inside job to drive up our troops in Iraq. Could have been uh, terrorists saying, well, the United States now has a wussy in charge. Maybe he'll throw a couple thousand more American soldiers over here that we can kill and maim. I love our military. And I think our military needs to defend us, the United States, not be the world's police. Uh, you know, when Obama and Biden were um, in charge, you had these little pissant gunboats with machine guns that would taunt our Navy ships and our ships weren't allowed to fire back on them. Um, and they would come from like Iran and Syria and, and the, these places. Iran mainly. And under Trump, the policy was if they don't listen to the warning to back off of our ships, blow them out of the water. It stopped. Now we've got our supposed friends, Russia. They've been our friends under Bush number one, Clinton, Bush number two, Obama, Trump. Now their jets are buzzing our Navy ships just for fun. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, folk. Well, as always, pray for each other. God bless you. Thanks for watching, listening, whatever you're doing. Uh, and we'll see you next time on Americana, the American Way. Got, whoop, got a little piano music for you.